Hello, EKN Nation, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Carding. I am David Cole, eCarding News Managing Editor, joined by Nate Dean, as we'll bring to you all the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage over the past couple of weeks, essentially a month, as this is the first episode, May 6th, or May 8th, 2023, episode number 62. So it's been a little bit uh, perfect for listening on the way to work, coming home, ideal for the morning or afternoon commute while you're working on the cart or heading to the shop or heading to the racetrack or while you're at the racetrack as well too. Great uh, when you can be able to download all the different podcasts we have available on the EKN radio network. Uh, this episode of This Week in Karting brought, uh, presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get you the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. Head to shopakr.com. So, Nate, as I said, uh, our last episode was March 27, 2023, uh, episode 61. That was uh, a bit of time ago. Uh, April was a little busy. I was gone for essentially two weekends in a row. Uh, we had two. I had two weekends of travel with um, uh, Challenge of the Americas and United States Pro Card Series. So there was a lot going on during the month of April. It wrapped up all the winter programs. So a lot's been going on since we've had the, uh, the last episode of this week in carding. Yeah. I mean, there's not much more to add to that than there's been a lot of racing kept us all pretty busy between us three, but finally getting some time to talk all about it. And some of the headlines here. Yeah. The month of May, pretty much, uh, regional and club racing, nothing on the national level in terms of events you have you know rotax racing you have route 66 racing cup cards a lot of other programs that are going to be uh keeping keeping everybody busy at the racetrack but for us you know we'll be we'll be basically home for a month uh obviously rob has the the usf i can never get the name right usf pro championships program <laughs> the formerly known as road to indy going so he's got a busy month of may heading to Indianapolis two weekends in a row or two weekends out of the month. So yeah, a, a little bit of time to catch up and we're going to be doing that throughout the month. And let's get you kind of caught up on some of the big news and exciting uh, announcements that have been made over the last month and a half, basically. Most recently, however, was uh, kind of a interesting take on on how the united states pro kart series is doing a post-race bulletin their race director blake hunt providing a post-race bulletin for the texas grand prix that was run at the speed sports racing park and before we get into the details i talked to him at speed sports and he talked to me about this and i said yeah this is a great idea you know you got to get there's no reason to be uh non-transparent in terms of how penalties are being done and including probation. And that's something that they're, they're hitting on is uh, putting drivers on, on notice, essentially putting them on probation. And we're actually getting a first ban of the year, including Zachary Clayman DeMello being banned for one year for the United States pro car series, which in turn will ban him from Supercards USA rock cup USA competition as well according to the collaboration they developed last year. So, so Nate, this is, we'll get in more details into it, but this is certainly a unique uh, aspect in terms of the promotion and the series doing this. And really it's become, it, you know, according to social media, it's been welcomed. Yeah. And I think we've talked about it a little bit too, and seem to have the same opinion as most on social media and just the overall public how they feel about it of just uh, appreciating the transparency from the series and from Blake Hunt race director for them. Obviously some big consequences for on and off track actions. And you like to see people being held accountable for those. So it's, it's good to see from USPKS from the Houston round with 
I mean, some off track, some off track, on track incidents, and then some things that have been spanning throughout the entire year being addressed in this post race bulletin. But it's really nice to see from Blake and USPKS. Yeah, essentially the majority of the the probation came from Orlando, but it was not notified. Obviously, the, the competitors or people themselves were notified, but it wasn't made public. And and this post race bulletin from Texas Grand Prix certainly did that, and also talked about some of the changes they're making including any driver found repositioning a pushback bumper will be excluded from the remainder of the weekend. And we saw that happen in Texas. A couple of people not really, uh, you know, toward, kind of basically towards the back of the field in each instance uh, that was ha- that was done, you know, so they were, you know, be it heat one or heat two, they were excluded for the rest of the weekend. Um, so that is where probation comes from Diego Ramos and Alessandra de Tulio. Both of them are on probation for doing uh, such a uh, uh, an act in Orlando. Uh, they were disqualified for the race, but USBKS is taking it a little further and actually excluding people from the race weekend. So, Nate, that's that's an interesting position to take in, in terms of that. And it's it's really putting the foot down and be like, hey, this is something that you cannot do, period. End of story. If it's caught, if you're caught, you're done. And it's it's. I don't know. I haven't really heard much feedback on this part, but it um, it certainly is. It's kind of putting the hammer down and making sure drivers do not do this. Yeah, and I really like that. I think it kind of if you go into the technical side of things, if you're you're doing post race tech and your carb comes in with a measurement that's just over the line illegal, they're not going to ban you for it. They're going to DQ you, obviously, because it's illegal, but there wasn't any intent of doing wrong there where if they find something that's being milled out or you're intentionally do it, there's going to be a stricter penalty. And I feel like that's the same thing with intentionally trying to reposition a bumper or anything along those lines that you're intentionally going against those rules instead of, Oh, I tripped over it or something, which is, it's nice to see again, like we said, the accountability uh, being more public and that attention to detail from USPKS. And again, with the USPKS, they allow video review of pushback bumpers. So mm-hmm. obviously, if you're if you're really if you're repositioning after something happened, it was really your fault. <laughs> so like you yeah. said, there's intent to manipulate uh, your machine. So that I guess that's part of it. And then a couple of points that that Blake did hit on was the level of respect on track defaming the series on social media and the parents actions in the scale line. Those are very three major aspects of our sport and we're trying to you know remedy not necessarily remedy but limit the the number of incidents we have in in terms of that you know the level of respect that's where the ryan norberg zachary clayman demello situation comes in that's why these two drivers are on probation essentially because of that uh both of them you know whether it be verbally or on track got into one another so that is where their probation comes from norberg being the aggressor on the racetrack zach Clayman DeMello being the aggressor off the racetracks. That's that's interesting. And the parents' actions in the scale line, I saw it personally firsthand uh, when we were at Texas Grand Prix in speed sports. You know, you it, it it's it's very challenging because and and it's more of it's more of an opportunity there because everybody was able to stand along the scale line, and so that's what you're going to get when you have the uh, um when you have people that close to you. So you're going to get that to whereas Newcastle there, you're nowhere near anybody in the scale line. You can only talk to the drivers once they come across the scale. So that's certainly a different, you know, uh, the positioning of the scale line is a big factor in that. But even after the scales, you know, you'll hear parents or mechanics go at it. You know, obviously we had the situation last year uh, at Newcastle for United States pro card series, which was terrible and, and disgusting and gross. And I never want to see that. So again, it just it's it's putting the parents on on notice, really is. And I hope they do, you know, what they've done to Zachary Clayman and DeMello and kick these, you know, or or anybody found repositioning their pushback bumper, kick them out for the remainder of the weekend. They're not allowed on 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 grounds. You know, they have to watch the racetrack from outside the fence. Um, and then of course, you know, social media, that's always gonna happen. So it, it's just going to be a policing type scenario. Uh, Roman Haynes was the mechanic 
that was uh, is on probation because of defaming the series on social media. So we'll keep an eye on on that. Obviously, when we get to the next uh, United States Pro Card Series event in Newcastle at the end of June, we'll see what kind of happens uh, and what kind of further actions actions have been done between now and then, and and see what happens. And and I think one aspect you talked about, um, you know, holding people accountable. I think that's almost what the one of the next topics we want to talk about. We'll get into the other USPKS tip topic in just a minute. But multiple karting series are working together to promote safer racing. Um, you know, Route 66 is part of it. Cup Karts North America, Ohio State, Ohio Sprint Series, Anderson's Mayor's Cup, Grand Prix, Rock Cup USA, and the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix. So these all organizations are getting together to try and promote safer racing. And, and for myself, I, you know, that's, that's good. And I like to see it, but what exactly does that mean? And I, and I think we're still kind of waiting to see, and I think most of the programs are going to be taking it on their own. Nate, you're, you're kind of working closely with the route 66 sprint series. You're going to be the announcer there. Do you kind of have an idea of what it is that they're looking at in terms of trying to promote safer racing? Yeah. So I think, um, Chris and some of the higher some of the more people that are working more closely with the day-to-day stuff at route and myself, we know a guideline, essentially just the basic things we're going to be looking out for more. Of course, it's all in the name of safety and we have, you know, the penalties in place and all that stuff. And you just want it to be a safer experience for those on track, a more fair experience for all those guys. So I think we have, a pretty good idea at route 66 of how we're going to make all try and make the on track product safer. I know cup carts, North America has been pretty good with that as well. I haven't seen as much of an outline or detail from other series, but I also haven't been looking too closely at that. So I know obviously it's a good thing to promote safer racing. It just comes down to the execution. How are you going to do that? That's the main questions that, everyone has you can say hey we want to have safer racing but when it comes down to it once you get trackside how are you going to enforce that and i'm going to i'll hit on two things first it, this isn't really a licensing program that's not what this is about it's it's just a new group that encourages officials at local tracks to address safe driving issues and when when you think of safe what do you think of well people getting hurt that's what i think of when you use the word safe um, and to be honest, I think our sport's been pretty safe over the last five, six years, you know, just at USPKS, we did have a, a red flag situation, but, and then challenge in the Americas, we did have one red flag situation, but luckily, you know, the, the challenge one, the driver walked away. Unfortunately, the one at United States Pro Kart series, it was a, it was a, uh, a broken collarbone. It was a hard flip. I mean, it is, there's nothing you can do about it. And that's the, one of the most major common injuries we have in competitive karting and so i think and overall i think our our sport is very safe i think the word everybody's kind of looking for is clean or respectful racing and you know we talked about with uspks the level of respect on the racetrack i think that's kind of what they mean when they're talking promote safer racing um because again, you know, it's, it's tearing up this cart or tearing up parts. I think that's big, big goal picture. Essentially what they're looking at is making it a cleaner and more respectful type of racing out on the racetrack. And, and I think you would agree with that, Nate. I mean, everybody wants to be able to, to go out on the racetrack and not have to worry about getting run over by on purpose or, or having somebody, you know, drive you off the racetrack into a wall. I think that's that's basically the common goals in our sport. Yeah, and I think it's difficult as well because obviously you want to go out there and race hard, but you also want to have some respect and not being run off track. So there's a incredibly fine line of what's hard racing and what can be considered disrespectful racing. And again, it just comes down to drivers and series outlining what is and what isn't okay and obviously calling out those drivers who may step over that line maybe one too many times or do put a few drivers off track you know but i think at least more talking on the route side of things 
uh, Chris Kardashian, who just acquired the series. I would say recently, it's been a while at this point, but <laughs> he has a passion for it. I think a lot of the people within uh, the Rust 66 organization from tech to flagging from everywhere have a passion for it. And a lot of them have raced before and they do want to see that respectful racing. And so do the competitors. So I think we're on a, at least talking on the route side of things on the right track. Yeah, it's it will, and again, something we'll monitor as we go on throughout the year. Obviously, we don't want to have the situations we did we had last year in Utah or at, at Newcastle as well. So, again, just keep an eye on that throughout the season. But we'll go back to USPCast real quick to close out this segment of this week in karting. Uh, the United States Pro Car Series adjusts pro shifter rules for the remainder of 2023, moving strictly to the KZ power plant for what was the Speed Sports Racing Park event the Texas Grand Prix and beyond allowing two engines to be checked in and also pushback bumpers, not mandatory. So that was a, a, not really much of a change other than the pushback bumper and the two engines being allowed to be checked in. Um, you know, as we saw in Orlando, everybody was on a KZ power plant. So nothing really changed there when we went to Texas a couple of weeks ago. Um, but really it was a pushback bumper, you know, we didn't, drivers didn't have to worry about it and, you know, they still ran clean, uh, no major issues that, you know, of course a pushback bumper is trying to, to remedy. Um, so in all in all, it was, a you know, it's, it's a good move and again, kind of developing this, this first year class for United States Brokart series. Um, yeah, then we'll see what happens at Newcastle in the remainder of the year for the pro shifter category. So with that. We will head into our first commercial break and we'll have more uh, after these messages. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawls and Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Run by the racers, for the racers. The Pad Holder Super Cup Series is gearing up for an exciting 2023 season, both in sprint and road racing. Make sure you're a part of either championship program promoted by the Northwest Karting Association, one of the longest standing organizations in the Pacific Northwest. The sprint program features five race weekends, which begins in April at the Tri-City Kart Club outside Richland, Washington, and wraps up at the Sumas International Motorsports Academy just south of the Canadian border on the first weekend of August. You can quench your need for speed with the Padholder Super Cup Road Racing Series, which opens the 2023 season on the March 31st to April 1st weekend at Pacific Raceway. The series then visits Ridge Motorsports Park on June 3rd and 4th. Two weeks later, the third stop of the 2023 schedule takes competitors to Oregon Raceway Park. The annual visit to the Portland International Raceway is set for the July 28-29 weekend, and the series finale is scheduled for September 29th and 30th, bringing things full circle at Pacific Raceway. Head over to padholdersupercup.com to learn more about racing against the best in the Pacific Northwest. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, 
with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia-Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and a 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Welcome back to This Week in Karting, episode number 62. It is May 8th, 2023. My name is David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we bring you news and notes surrounding the world of karting. And we're into our second segment now, and we'll talk about the Rock Cup USA Rock Fest dates and locations announced. Nate, if you want to give us a quick breakdown of the three events they're going to have here coming up. Yeah, so starting off with the July 14th through 15th weekend at Orlando Kart Center being a Saturday night race, so that should be exciting. August 4th through the 6th will be New York Race Complex, and then September 15th through 17th, Sonoma Raceway with Rock Vegas tickets on the line. Yeah, it's going to be three exciting events. Obviously, the Florida contingent loves having events down there, so Orlando will be busy uh, and be an interesting Saturday night race, so not very many people have been able to race under the lights, so that'll be a great opportunity. New York Race Complex is a, a unique uh, facility in the northern part of New York, and hopefully you'll get a lot of Canadians coming down for that one. And of course, the West Coast loves Sonoma Raceway, so it'll be fun to uh, to see who comes out of those three events with Rock Vegas tickets to compete uh, later this year in Vegas. And with that, we'll go to international news and the 2023 Rotax Grand Finals chassis partners have been confirmed. Nate, uh, four different brands represented at this year's event. Yeah, so Burrell Art IPK, IP Karting, Charlotte Claire Kart, and Sodi Kart being chosen for 2023. Burrell will be responsible for the Minimax and DD2. IP Karting will be Micro Max and Junior Max. Charlotte Claire Kart will be DD2 Masters. And then Sodi Kart responsible for Senior Max, E20 Senior, and E20 Senior Masters. Yeah, the E20 Senior Masters, that's a new category for this year at the Rotax Grand Finals. Again, Rotax really pushing uh, the electronic engines or electrical engine, or I guess engines, they're power plants, I guess is the correct terminology for that. Um, and yeah, the IP karting uh, chassis will more than likely be Praga. That's typically been the chassis brand uh, that they've brought to the Rotex Grand Final. So we'll kind of wait and see. I'm pretty sure it is the Praga brand. So we'll have to wait and see for the December 2nd through the 9th, 2023, heading back to the Bahrain International Karting Circuit. Again, visit racerotax.com to learn more about qualifying series and events for the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals 2023 here in the United States. I believe the Rotax West or the the U.S. Trophy West series will be heading to the Tucson or the Muscleman Honda circuit in Tucson, Arizona this weekend. And then the East program will be kicking off here pretty soon there. So head to racerotax.com to learn more about being part of those. And also the U.S. Trophy final that'll be at Newcastle Motorsports Park in the middle of September where grand final tickets will be awarded this year. Uh, excited to be part of that event once again in 2023. So we'll have more uh, surrounding that event as it co comes closer. And with that, we'll head into our second commercial break as we are doing This Week in Karting, episode number 62. And we'll have our third segment after these commercials. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, 
expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Are you a club racer looking for that next challenge? Or a driver searching for more racing? Look no further than the leading karting series in the Midwest. The Route 66 Sprint Series is focused on providing a fun, family atmosphere while also offering a perfect stepping stone for those at a club level looking to take their racing to the next level. With nine different classes, the Route 66 Sprint Series has racing for all ages, utilizing IAMI and Briggs and & Stratton engines, including the new for 2023 Championship Point Scoring Kid Car category. The four-event Route 66 Sprint Series calendar has stops at some of the Midwest finest karting facilities, kicking off the season at Newcastle Motorsports Park on May 19th through the 21st, with additional events at Road America in July, the newly renovated Whiteland Raceway Park in August, and the championship finale at Millwright Raceway, the home of Badger Kart Club in September. Whether you're trying to make the step up to regional racing or a seasoned pro of the sport, the Route 66 Sprint Series is right for you. For more information, go to Route66CartRacing.com and find us on social media at Route 66 Sprint Series. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally-based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record-setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite cart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitecarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. And we're back for segment number three of This Week in Karting, episode number 62. It is May 8th, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean. As again, we're bringing you some of the news topics and other items surrounding the sport of karting here uh, over the last couple of weeks. It has been some time since we've been uh, This Week in Karting, but we're going to try and push out one every week this month so we can keep you updated and keep you uh getting more and more podcasts to download to your device for when you're running around driving in the car or working at the shop at home with that we'll head into the northern california carters are set to host a road race at laguna seca in 2024 nate i know you haven't done road racing but i think laguna seca has got to be a bucket list track correct yeah i mean with all the history there and all the different racing series, both uh, two wheel and four wheel that has run there. I feel like that's got to be a bucket list item for any Carter. Yes. The Northern California Carding Club will be hosting an event sometime in March or April of 2024. Uh, unfortunately, just the way the WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Sega has their stipulations and policies, uh, they are only limited to 35 carts on track at a single time. So they'll have actually four race groups. Group one will be super carts. Group two will be 125 shifter carts. Group three will be tags. And then group four will be all other carts. Uh, right now, they're estimating an entry fee to be $1,050 for one class. 
So again, they're kind of breaking this down. They're trying to figure out how they can be able to uh, to get this event to to not lose money and for them to break, you know, be able to to, to host it. So right now they're taking four hundred dollar deposits through September thirtieth, and they're looking to get at least a hundred drivers with deposits before date is confirmed. Um, so September thirtieth is the date set out to get these deposits in. I know a lot of people have already sent them in. Uh, certainly the, uh, you know, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca is certainly a track you want to check off the bucket list. So hopefully as we get closer to that September 30th date, we'll get more details surrounding the actual date that they could be able to get, um, and how the class group or the groups are going to be decided, you know, if they're going to split them up into different classes or if there's just going to be one class, but we'll have more, uh, from NCK on that as we get closer. And we had to more road racing with the Puget Sound Road Racing Association offering cash purse at the Ridge. That'll be June 3rd through the 4th at the Ridge Motorsports Park. Uh, they'll have an open shifter, a stock Honda, and a World Formula Pro classes that'll be handing out money. And Nate kind of break break down the uh, the top five, I think, prizes we'll have. Top five, yeah. Yeah, so first place getting a nice $1,500. Second, still in the quadruple digits getting $1,000. Third, $500. And then fourth and fifth are still to be announced. Yeah, so we'll have more on that and more details are available through the Puget Sound Road Racing Association Facebook page. So search for them on Facebook to learn more about getting that to be part of that road racing event at the Ridge and racing in one of the three pro categories. And one of the kind of big news items that hit the uh, hit the airwaves recently was the Trackhouse Entertainment Group rebranding the North Carolina Kart Racing Motorplex that they own. We all know it as GoPro Motorplex, which originally was named the Mooresville Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina. Well, now it's reached it's reached its third different name in a roughly 11, 10 years. 2000, yeah, 2013 was the, no, yes, 2013 was the first year. Uh, and is now called Trackhouse Motorplex. So uh, for those of you that have just considered it GoPro, you are wrong. <laughs> it is no longer named GoPro. So I, I even said it uh, on a podcast already. A couple of times I messed up or doing our, uh, I think it was a podcast. I can't even remember what I was doing, but I messed it up <laughs> twice already. So uh, so it's now known as the Trackhouse Motorplex. So Nate, that's going to be uh, a little bit to get used to that, correct? Yeah, I was with some of my karting friends this weekend. We were watching coverage from the Stars event there, and I cannot tell you how many times we said GoPro instead of Trackhouse. So it's still early days. Still, uh, hopefully, uh, our our little group and the rest of the karting community will figure that out shortly. But to some, it will still be GoPro. But it's cool to see the continued involvement from the Trackhouse Media Group. Yeah, that's. It's a, it's a good it's a good evolution because certainly the Trackhouse name is growing uh, through the NASCAR brand, but also outside as well. So that that's going to be it's it's a good name. Again, we know a lot of facilities are, have some naming rights, and that's part of it. Like look at AMR Motorplex, same you know same ownership down there, the Trackhouse Entertainment Group. Um, it's, uh, you know, they, they might change the name down there as well, too. So don't be surprised if you see that. So, I it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see why more tracks don't do that, especially in karting, because it's a great way to, you know, you have Millwright Raceway, Badger Kart Club. They, they uh, that's another one that's named. You have the Briggs and Stratton Motorplex of Road America. That's another one. So I'm surprised a lot more tracks don't look at it that way to be able to do that because it's great branding for not only the, the brand that's involved, but also for the track itself. Because, you know, if you change your name every three years, it, it it's good promotion for you, right? Yeah, for sure. I think especially Dousman, that track has gone through a couple name changes between uh uh, mill right and uh wolf paving throughout the mm -hmm. year so obviously it's a great way to get your brand out there especially if you're local so i like you said i'm a bit surprised we don't have more uh name more 
brands coming to car tracks and using that as a way to push their brand out more. Mm -hmm. Yep. So again, uh, cool to see Trackhouse Motorplex as the new name for the Mooresville, North Carolina facility. So with that, we'll head into our final commercial break and we'll kind of break down a lot of the stuff that has been on the ECAN homepage and all the different podcasts that you can download now after you listen to this show or while you're listening to this show. So uh, with, we'll head into our final commercial break. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line, or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. OpenFender.com is a way for racers like you to raise money to reach your racing goals. I'm founder Mason Filippi of the world's first motorsports funding platform. As a racer, I know that there's a lot we do behind the scenes before hitting the track. Driving fast, winning races comes after a lot of prep, practice, and let's face it, a lot of money. The good news is that fans and sponsors want you to win. They want to help you and be part of your team. That's why I created OpenFender.com, to get these supporters funding your dreams and getting you across the finish line. In a few minutes, you can set up a profile, share it on your socials, and encourage fans and sponsors to boost your racing. Racers using OpenFender are averaging over $1,000 per campaign. This is money that's buying them parts, paying fees, and getting them to the next level. Join OpenFender now and start funding your performance. And welcome back to the final segment here in this week in karting episode number 62. It is May 8th, 2023. David Cole and Nate Dean providing you some of the news and notes surrounding the sport of karting. And we'll head into ECAN editorial. Uh, a lot of stuff has gone on the website over the last month and a half. Well, I'll kind of get through three of them and then I'll let you, Nate, kind of cover the up next three. Uh, race report, Texas Sprint Racing Series, the winter warm-up that is available for your viewing pleasure, along with our ECAN trackside coverage from the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals. I actually had to go back and read all of it uh, because I wasn't there. You and Rob were able to handle the coverage that weekend. Uh, very cool event with the Scusa Pro Tour heading to Orlando for the first time in its series history. And then we have a product spotlight, the Odenthal Racing Products Camera Mount Isolator. So again, they're camera mount was one of the most popular devices you could see or components being bought 
uh, on the market today. And they're always trying to innovate it and make it even a little bit better. And the camera mount isolator is certainly going to do that, helping to uh, keep from the vibrations affecting oh, not only the camera, but the mount itself. So uh, that is a, a feature. Check out our feature section of the website to learn more about that. Yeah, that's something I want to try, especially with how stable GoPros are getting with the inbuilt stabilization. It's just to have it like physically there. It'll be interesting to try. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, karting in every state, Justin Dittrich's race to 50. It's an interesting story that has been uh, on the cards for a while, getting that out there. Justin, almost halfway to that goal of racing in every state. So that's a, a really cool story to read. I heavily encourage you to go read that. Super Nats time part two, our ongoing uh, series with Tiffany Kelly as she took on Las Vegas and then more EKN trackside coverage, the challenge of the Americas at Sonoma. Yeah, Tiffany just started uh, her 2023 season. They've obviously been doing some testing, but she was part of the... Uh, the uh the group that was at the stars championship series this past weekend at track house motorplex see i got it right yes mm -hmm. uh and then uh we had ekn driver of the month for march of 23 march 2023 christian miles got the nod for that picking up a uh, a sweeping victory at the united states pro kart series southern grand prix at orlando kart center and scuderia lytle Introducing Cardington Perspective Racers, a great story of the shop out in the Utah Motorsports Campus, a GFC dealer bringing a high school group of high school students to the racetrack, to his shop, see what karting is all about, learn that all the different aspects of the sport, but the, also the machinery as well, because again, there's so many different aspects you can touch uh, with a STEM program. Uh, in terms of teaching people about karting. So uh, a good good way to promote the sport through that. And then track day, Granton Raceway test and tune announcement for that event. It'll be June 29th, just down the road from my office here in Michigan. Uh, Granton Raceway, you see it in our face-to-face -face shows. It's the track outline that sits behind me here in my office. Uh, a great facility or a great racetrack to be on at, in a cart, especially a shifter or super carts. Uh, hitting 150 miles an hour down the long front straightaway. So again, June 29th is a test and tune opportunity at Grattan Raceway. Uh, and then a couple more EKN track side articles. And we had the Bermuda Karting Club Lindo's Grand Prix. Really cool event. Rob Howden was able to go and race that. It's a really unique event definitely something you should read up on look at all the media coverage that we did for that ekn driver rankings presented by skip barber racing school our driver rankings where we look at tag and shifter cart drivers in the country won't spoil who's on top for you so you should go read that and then ekn trackside coverage from the latest edition of the usb pks series the texas grand prix at speed sports race park yeah, so that wraps up uh, our ECAN editorial for over the last month and a half. A lot to uh, to cover there and a lot to read and, and check out on our website. Uh, in terms of ECAN podcasts, check out a lot, any of the latest shows that we've been able to do. There's a lot there to download. We, we had a lot of people downloading podcasts over the last month and a half. Again, you can get it through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, or any other podcast outlets that you'll be able to download from. Make sure you subscribe and give us any type of reviews on those podcasts that you do download, including This Week in Carding, episode 61 from March 27, 2023. So we have that available along with the ECAN Outlap and Debrief covering and pre previewing and covering the Supercard USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals. Uh, also available is the audio version of the face-to-face -face featuring Chris Kardashian of the Route 66 Sprint Series. So a lot of what Nate talked about here previously in this show, you can hear right from Chris Kardashian's mouth uh, in our episode number 69 of the Face to Face. Uh, again, coverage from pre-event coverage and post-race coverage for Challenge of the Americas Sonoma, uh, both the Outlap and Debrief, including the Outlap and Debrief for the more recent United States Pro Kart Series Texas Grand Prix but also the ECAN Hot Seat, episode number seven, featuring Sonny Cervelli of the GFC Karting Group. 
Uh, great to talk with Sonny there at the Challenging America Sonoma round. Uh, his home racetrack, he lives just a half hour away from there. So it was great to kind of sit him down on Friday and kind of sh- uh, learn a little bit more about Sonny and, and, you know, what he's done in karting and then what he's doing now with GFC karting. So a lot of different podcasts to be able to download there. And of course, you can always listen to the ECAN Radio Network, the only 24 hour, seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of karting in the world. Uh, this episode of This Week in Karting will be playing on Tuesday on the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, but also continue to listen for the USPKS Scusa Pro Tour live rewinds that we'll be doing. But also we'll be trying to get some more hot seats, some more face-to-face shows that will be coming up. Again, you can catch those on our YouTube channel and also on our Facebook page as well, too. So make sure you're following us on all the different social media outlets, of course, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll probably get some more coming down the line. Nate, I, I, where else can we hit? Um, we could probably do some TikToks, maybe. I don't know. How, how good are you at TikToking? <laughs> uh, I don't even want to. I, exactly. That's why we're Instagram staying away Reels from is it. enough for now. There you go. Instagram Reels. We love those. So, uh, again, what's coming up on EKN? So, Trackside, June 9th through the 11th, will be the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals from the Utah Motorsports Campus in Erda, Utah. Rob will be Trackside. Alicia will be helping him. Um, I will have the weekend off. I have some family duties to attend to. And Nate, you'll be helping from Minnesota as well, too, that weekend. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, I think this is, what, the fourth time Scusa Pro Tour has traveled to Utah. And again, you never quite know what you're going to get weather wise in Utah. It could be extremely hot or it could be extremely cold there next to the salt flats. Yeah, and all I know is I will be in a nice air-conditioned room not having to deal with whatever weather comes their way. <laughs> that is true because there's there's not a lot of room uh, in Utah for uh, for media at the cart track. So that that's, that's a good plus. That's a good positive spin on looking at that. Uh, there is plenty of space, however, at the Newcastle Motorsports Park. Plenty of space in our Mazda media room that we like to call our own. When we head there June 23rd through the 25th, it'll be the United States Pro Kart Series event at Newcastle, Indiana for the Indiana Grand Prix from the Newcastle Motorsports Park. Again, it'll be the middle event of a five event schedule that United States Pro Kart Series is doing in 2023. So kind of the breaking point, I think. Even though the championship is going to be is really unique this year, I think I think Newcastle will kind of make or break who's going to be in the running for a championship and who's not. Would you agree with me, Nate? Because again, it's a different format with only one final per per weekend, but every session matters, and I think that makes this championship so unique this year. Yeah, and like you said, I think there's a lot of hype and excitement around this new and improved. You could say uh, USPKS, but I do agree. It's kind of the breaking point at Newcastle. The What usually was the end of the season is the midway point for this series. So I, d- I d- definitely agree that it's going to be breaking point on who is in the title fight or not. That also being said, I don't think we're going to see any fall off of entries of people who thought they were in title fights and won't come not that they're not because i think like i said it's just it's a really exciting series it's a new format that we really haven't seen before so i still think that hype train of USPKS is going to continue to rise yeah certainly and then when we had the motorsports country club of cincinnati nobody's been there for the, the united states pro car series has never been there so i think that's a great drawing point uh when we head there and i believe it's august and so that'll be an interesting event. We know we've seen stars there. We've seen cup cards, North America there. We've seen other programs kind of go there. Um, but it'll be the first major event that Sean Bailiff and their family will be hosting. So I bet they're excited for it. And I'm certainly excited to head there. Not a lot of room there in the, in the, in the scoring tower. I know that. So we'll have to see uh, and make and figure, mm-hmm. figure that stuff out. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. But before that, we do head to the Newcastle Motorsports Park. So get to be the first of many trips down there for EKN this year. So again, follow us on all the different social media outlets. Uh, Nate, any final last words as we wrap up this show? 
um have fun figuring out where you're gonna be in media for <laughs> mcc because where they did uh announcing and timing and scoring was just a little booth that you had to climb a ladder to get into so i'll be interested to hear your stories from that weekend but it, it is a very nice facility well where did where's dave max set up for that weekend he was with timing and scoring with so he was the, up uh, there our finish line yeah it was amazing to see him climb up and down the ladder every day <laughs> well i'll obviously i'll talk with the bailiff family when we get down to newcastle and talk a little bit more about that but yeah it'll, either i'll be up there because certainly the cart chaser guys won't be able to go up there so that might be my yeah. my escape from them <laughs> <laughs> but i you know wherever the audio is that's kind of the best place where i have to be uh, so it's either next to cart chaser or it'll be, uh, near their audio system, the, uh, the tracks audio system. So if it's, it is indeed up in that race tower, uh, it'll probably be a good view though, because I, that's the, that's the oh, yeah. one thing again, cause I'm not on the racetrack at all times. I do like to be able to see the racetrack itself. And that's, what's great about Newcastle. Um, you know, other racetracks, even Badger, Badger cart club, other racetracks we go to that, you know, have a good, the, the one at speed sports was great. You, you missed them a little bit at the turn four and five area at the start of the start of the long uh, straightaway there in the back section. But other than that, it's a great view. It was a great viewing point to be able to see everything. And so that again, you know, Ohio, the, uh, the new track in Ohio, the Lorraine uh, Ohio cartplex will, will, will have a, a super duper uh, scoring and announcing tower there as well. So I encourage every racetrack to do that uh, if they are looking to improve their, their facility at all so with that uh we'll we'll finish up and we'll cap off this episode of this week in carding episode number 62 so again thank you for listening for nate dean and myself david cole uh enjoy your week and enjoy ecan radio network and all the podcasts we provide and until next time we'll see you later